back to Carter and Lowry uh, with our special round of 64 report. Uh, right now, I'm talking to you, and for me and Sam, it is Saturday morning. We will have a second part of this that we'll probably edit in that will be uh, coming when we record tomorrow morning. We're releasing this on Sunday. So uh, let's just get started. I thought rather than just listing you know, all the games and just talking about them one by one, we'll put, we're going to put a little twist on it, and I ranked every all 16 games from yesterday's action we're going to go down the line and see, you know, what we thought of them. All right, first up, I thought it was the worst game yesterday. Number one, Illinois, 78. Number 16, Drexel, 49. Sam, what's the big takeaway here? Um, Well, it just goes to show how great uh, Illinois is and the discrepancy between number one seeds and number 16 seeds. So. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really to say here. I mean, Illinois dominated this game, and Drexel, the Drexel Dragons did no chance. All right, next up, number two, Houston, 87. Number 15, Cleveland State, 56. Pretty much the same thing. Domination. There was no real chance of this, uh, you know, ever turning Cleveland State's way. Houston dominated this entire game. All right, moving on up to the 14th best game. Number one, Baylor, 79. Number 16, Hartford, 55 in the South region. Sam, this game was a little close at the beginning. Uh, what are your takeaways? Um, I think it showed uh, some flaws that Baylor has, but they were able to cover that up uh, as they got later into the game. So I think they better be watching out for Wisconsin. Yeah, and our 13th best game, uh, number 8, North Carolina, 62. Number 9, Wisconsin, 85. Uh, what can you say about the Tar Heels' performance? It was it was terrible. I mean, I mean, granted, Wisconsin was knocking down every three pointer that they could even throw up. So, I think that that mixed with um, how poorly we played, it it uh, equaled a sorry night for the Tar Heels. Uh, yeah, I mean, really could score in the first half, and then we, once we started to score, they knocked out a ton of threes in the second half, so we had opposite problems. Um, but a decent season overall. Sam, you know, just give us your you know overall grade for this Tar Heel season, you know, on the A to F scale. Um, I give it a C plus because they they did make the tournament and they went pretty far in the ACC tournament, but it's not quite a B. Um, I think that this team could have done better. Yeah, they had a very high potential. You know, they played some great games, like uh, the Louisville game and the Florida State game in Chapel Hill. Um, but I'm very excited uh, for next season. Hopefully, you know, nobody does leave for the NBA draft. But if you see anybody going to the NBA draft from this team, who do you think it's going to be? Um, Probably Caleb Love. I don't know that he ought to, but... Um, he just seems like the kind of guy, just like uh, Kobe White and um, what's his name from last year? Uh, Cole Anthony? Yeah. They seem to be very similar players. All right, and moving on up the list, we're starting to get into some, to some decent games. Uh, number three, West Virginia, 84. Number 14, Moorhead State, 67. Sam, that game was the latest game. It started at like 10 o'clock. I did not expect you to watch it. Uh, did you watch any of this game? No, I didn't. I I did as I was watching some of the um, what was it uh, Winthrop Villanova game. I did see the scores 
pop up on the top of the screen, but um, I just saw that it was somewhat close as we as they were getting later into the game, but then West Virginia obviously pulled away. All right, and we got the 11th best game, number three, Arkansas, 85, number 14, Colgate, 68. Um, I'll start off with this game. I thought this was an amazing game to start. Colgate jumped out to a 14-point lead. This looked like a classic upset. It looked like Arkansas was going to get blown out of the building. But Arkansas came out, finished the first half strong, and then came out in the second half with their hair on fire and just dominated. And uh, Colgate came very close to pulling it off an upset. I think this game was a lot closer than the final score tells. Of a way to fight back for Arkansas. But they're going to have a tough matchup coming up against uh, Texas Tech, which is the next game we're going to talk about. Number 10, Texas Tech, 65. Number 11, Utah State, 53. Sam, what was your takeaway from this game? Um, well, it showed uh, Texas Tech's weaknesses, but they were able to pull away. Um, I think, really, they have the challenge against Arkansas. If Arkansas can play the way that they played against uh, Colgate later in the game, then I'd say uh, Texas Tech has their hands full. All right, and the ninth best game, uh, number six, San Diego State, 62, number 11, Syracuse, 78. Sam, what did you see from this game? I saw pretty much domination from Syracuse. I, I don't – that's really what I thought would happen just because of the streak that Syracuse had hit up until that Virginia game and the ACC tournament. Um, but, yeah, they're a, they're a good team. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they can do against uh, – who are they be playing? I think they'll be playing – oh, yeah, West Virginia. So that'll for sure be an interesting game uh, coming up on Sunday. But – the eighth best game, number five, Villanova versus number 12, Winthrop, 63. Sam, you mentioned you watched a little bit of this game. I did not. What did you see out of Villanova in this game? Um, I didn't see much. It was a pretty boring game as it went down the line um, because Villanova was starting to pull away. But it wasn't fun basketball. They weren't really hitting threes or big plays. It was just heady basketball. And, I mean... Villanova's a good team. All right, and obviously a little bit of a heartbreaker for you. The number seventh best game, I have number seven Clemson, 56, number 10 Rutgers, 60. I predicted that Rutgers was going to win in my bracket. Sam, what what happened that led to Clemson's demise? Well, so um, they inbound the ball to Amir Sims, who travels. There's about 30 seconds left. And so Rutgers takes the ball down the court and they hold the ball for a while and they actually do end up scoring to make it a four-point game. And so that pretty much does it and there's about nine seconds left. So it was, it was I, I just think we should have won that game and it, it is heartbreaking, but... And... The sixth best game, uh, number 12, Oregon State 70 versus number 5, Tennessee 56. Uh, I'll get started with this when I watch most of this game. This was a domination by Oregon State. Um, I did pick Tennessee, but Tennessee stood no chance. Um, you know, Oregon State was ahead the entire game. It looked like they were just the better team. Uh, so, Sam, what can you tell us out of this game? Yeah, like you said, just domination and 
Tennessee's a good team. I saw them knocking down some threes uh, right there at the end of the game, trying to form a comeback, but Oregon State did a good job of holding them off. All right, and now we're getting into the really good games from yesterday. The fifth best game, number four, Oklahoma State 69, number 12, Liberty 60. Cade Cunningham did not have a great performance. Sam, does that worry you for later on in the tournament, or can Cade Cunningham, you know, kind of pick up the pieces? Um, I think he can – I think Cade Cunningham can pull it together. And if they can, then I can see them going a long way in this tournament. All right, and the number four game, number eight, Loyola Chicago, 71, number nine, Georgia Tech, 60. Obviously, Georgia Tech without Moses Wright, their best player. Jose Alvarado wore his jersey number uh, in his honor, but they were not able to pull it out. Sam, uh, do you see the Ramblers potentially going on to beat Illinois in the next round? Um, unfortunately, no, because Illinois, from what we saw yesterday, just dominated Drexel. And obviously, Loyola Chicago is a much better team than the Drexel Dragons. But, I mean, they do have Sister Jean on their side, so never count them out. All right, and the third best game, number four Purdue, number 13 North Texas. Oh, number four Purdue scored 69, number 13 North Texas scored 78. This game went into overtime in the South region. Uh, The Big Green... Uh, the Mean Green, North Texas, we're able to pull one out here. Sam, I know maybe it was on a little bit later. Um, what, can you see anything that really happened to cause Purdue to lose this one? Um, they were just missing their threes. I actually did watch this. Um, and North Texas just played smart basketball down the line and then into overtime. They really did just dominate overtime. I think Purdue only scored once in that overtime, but yeah, it was not a great performance by Purdue. And the second best game, number seven, Florida, 75, number 10, Virginia Tech, 70. This game also went into overtime. Virginia Tech gets a game tying three, not at the buzzer, with about a second left uh, in regulation. A great game to start off the tournament. Sam, do you think that Florida can now actually – Advanced pretty far in this tournament. Um. So who do they play next? Let me see. They'll play Oral Roberts. Oh. Um. Well, from what I saw from Oral Roberts yesterday, uh, Florida's uh gotta gotta get practicing because I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, Florida, you know, they have a lot of size, so it'll be an interesting matchup in the second round. But as we mentioned, what I think is head and shoulders, clearly the best game from yesterday. Number two, Ohio State, 72. Number 15, Oral Roberts, 75 in overtime. The only, the ninth time a 15 seed has been able to beat a two seed. Me and Sam, we were we were on a call with Reed and David, some of our analysts. Um, it was just a great time. We watched this entire game. We synced up our TVs, you know. It was just an incredible experience. Sam, take it away. This game is probably one of the best games, aside from all the national championships I've seen Carolina win. This is the best game by far that I've ever seen in the NCAA tournament. Um, it's just, it's just, I don't, I don't even have words because 
this team, this Oral Roberts team, really put it together. And they weren't as good as Ohio State, but they played way better. And so I think that's what gave them the advantage. Um, yeah, I got to agree with you. You know, Oral Roberts just played the better game. Um, but Ohio State, you know, going back to that last shot, that guy got so wide open. Um, yeah. and wide open three at the top of the key, but he missed it. Um, I think his name is Abmas for uh, Oral Roberts. We were calling him Obama that whole game. You know, he scored like 29 points, you know, and he obviously is the leading scorer in the nation. Uh, that doesn't mean, you know, a lot in college basketball because, you know, the strength schedule is so all over the place between uh, Division One. But be interesting to see. So, Sam, right now, give me your pick for the Oral Roberts Florida game. I got to go with my Golden Eagles just because of the performance that I saw yesterday. And I'm giving them the upset number two over the Florida Gators. All right, and now let's talk about our brackets. Uh, hopefully you were able to join our bracket pool. I think there's still time uh, to join uh, because, you know, if you already fill out your bracket, you can still join. Um, right now, you know, as of day one, we have David and Reed in the lead, two people that Sam thought that could do well. But, Sam, you are tied for last place. You know, you got nine out of the 16 games right yesterday. What went right? What went wrong in your bracket? Well, what really hurt is that I had um, Ohio State going to my final. Um, So that hurt, and that pretty much busted my bracket completely. But um, I also had Virginia Tech beating Florida. I thought I really did think that they could do it, and they probably should have. So that hurt. I also had um, Purdue beating North Texas which they weren't able to do. Yeah, um, I'll go ahead. Then I also chose North Carolina to beat Wisconsin, which obviously we saw how that turned out. And then, So that's about it. Yeah, uh, like you, I had Ohio State in my championship game. However, I uh, that was the only uh, Sweet 16. No, I, I also had Purdue in the Sweet 16, but I only lost two Sweet 16 teams uh, yesterday. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how many teams I lose uh, today. But uh, it's going to be an exciting day of basketball uh, today. So we'll send it over to future Dean and Sam. Uh, They'll be talking to you from Sunday morning. All right, we'll send it over. All right, welcome back. It's Sunday, Dean and Sam. Uh, Hopefully you've... Listen to your pastor by now, and you're had enough of his complaining about or her about Duke not being in the tournament this year. But um, we will get you caught up on all of the action from Saturday, and it was a pretty boring day uh, for the first uh, eight or so games. It was pretty uh, bland, you know. Every team that was higher ranked, you know, basically won, and uh, there was 14 games where the higher seed uh, just had an easy time, and uh, it was pretty boring. But we did get four gems, uh, four kind of big upsets. So I'm going to break them down right now from, you know, importance. So the fourth most important, number two, Maryland, 63, number seven, UConn, 54. I saw this coming. I predicted this in my bracket. Sam, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, I don't think that I picked Maryland, but it doesn't surprise me because they are a Big Ten school, and the Big Ten seems to be better than all other conferences. So 
it doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, like Wisconsin, you know, they had a tough time in the Big Ten, but, you know, that kind of made them a little bit tougher and that it provided the big boost and they were able to outlast UConn. And so the third most important upset, uh, number 11, UCLA, 73, number 6, BYU, 62. I also predicted that this one would happen. Uh, UCLA obviously coming out of the first four. They shoot the ball very well, and uh, BYU did not in this game, and a uh, good one for them. Sam, what did you see here? Um, like you said, I actually did watch this game. Um, I feel like UCLA just outplayed them the entire game, as the score shows, and like you said, they were knocking down their threes. They had a couple really good players, so I didn't predict this game, but still, it doesn't surprise me. We're getting into some of the bigger upsets. Uh, number two, number 13, Ohio 62, and the defending champion, number four, Virginia 58. Ohio takes them down. Um, you know, clutch game uh, on uh, Ohio's part. I think the point guard had almost triple-double and uh, just an exciting back and forth and really a, a breath of fresh air after, you know, the blandness that had been the first half of day two. Sam, how come the Cavaliers lost? They weren't hitting their shots. They went on a drought for a while where Ohio went on a 13 to 2 or so run and it was it, that's what really put them behind and then they could they could never really crawl back into the game. Yeah, I completely agree with you, you know, you know, they fell cold in like that last third of the second half and they were never able to come back. But a great win for Ohio. And at number one, number 14, Abilene Christian, 53. Number three, Texas, 52. Abilene Christian hits two clutch free throws at the end to steal, seal the win. And uh, I had Texas in my Elite Eight, so this was a definite blow, I know, to many people's brackets. Sam, did you see this one coming at all? No, not at all. I had never even heard of Abilene Christian, so I love a good ep- upset. So I... I enjoyed this one. All right, and now, you know, for the first time in uh, NCAA tournament history, after the round of 64, four teams that are seated either at 13 or worse are still remaining. you got Oral Roberts, North Texas, Ohio, and Abilene Christian. So, Sam, I'm asking you now, of these four teams, which one do you think has the potential to go the farthest? And before you give your answer, let me just read off who these teams will have to play in the next round. So, Ohio will face Creighton. Abilene Christian will play UCLA. Oral Roberts will play Florida. And uh, what was the last one? North Texas will play Villanova. So who do you think will make it the farthest? I got to give it to Oral Roberts just because they seem like, from what I've seen, just because they they have really good players and they play as a team. And if they play anything like they played against Ohio State, They'll beat Florida. Yeah, I'm going to go in a bit of a different direction from you. I'm going to have to say Abilene Christian. Um, they play very good defense against a very good Texas team. And they have uh, UCLA next up on the docket. So that's a very winnable game. And in the uh, their Sweet 16 matchup could either be Maryland or Alabama. And Alabama was very vulnerable against Iona. So I think they have a very favorable uh, side of the draw. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um so, Sam, on just a scale from A to F, what do you give, uh, you know, just on based on excitement, uh, these games from day two? Um, I give it a C plus just because there weren't as 
Um, there weren't as many exciting games as there were yesterday. Um, still a good day, though. It's I'm glad that we have the tournament. Yeah, obviously, uh, one thing we did not mention yet is uh, uh, VCU had COVID concerns, so their game against Oregon was canceled, and Oregon automatically advanced uh, the first 1-0 to game in NCAA tournament history. But it'll be interesting to see how the Ducks will bounce back against a strong Iowa team. Obviously, with the best player in the country, Luca Garza. Interesting, interesting to see how that one turns out. And Sam, your bracket made a bit of a rebound in the uh, bracket pool. Uh, just tell us what went right for your bracket yesterday. Uh, so yesterday, what went right for my bracket? Um, let's see. So, hmm, I can't pull it up. Okay, I'll go ahead and start with mine. Uh, you know. Obviously, like I mentioned, you know, picking UCLA and Maryland helped me get a bit of an edge. But losing Texas, that was a huge blow. I did not see that one coming at all. Um, but, you know, I'm pretty proud of the way my West region did. I really thought Missouri was going to be able to pull it out against Oklahoma, and they did not. Uh, but, Sam, did you get your bracket up? Uh, yeah, I did. So, I did actually pick Oklahoma yesterday, as well as Creighton, who won by one. Um, I picked or no, sorry, I did pick uh, Southern Cal to beat Drake. Um, I also picked Kansas. Um, I picked Oregon, and I picked Iowa. So <clears throat> that's what went right for me yesterday. And uh, looking at the standings at the Cardinal Lowry fans bracket pool, we got uh, David and Reed commandingly in first. David has a very high max potential. He's looking very good. Uh, I am tied fourth place, and Sam is tied for sixth place. So me and Sam are definitely still in it. But obviously, you know, I'm happy to still have uh, three Final Four teams left. I have Oklahoma State, Michigan, and uh, Gonzaga left. But it'll be interesting to see how things play out. And there are no perfect bracket lefts, perfect brackets left. You know, after day one and two. So interesting to see how things fan out. Uh, excuse me, pan out uh, in the coming days. But um, all we can say is, you know, let the madness keep going. I don't know if crazy things are still going to happen. Uh, could one of these Cinderella teams, you know, keep making a run? We'll see. Uh, Sam, any final thoughts before we uh, close it out? Nope. All right, that is going to do it for this little round of 64 update. We'll be back on Tuesday uh, to break down the round of 32, and uh, we'll be back with some NBA action. The Hornets are not looking too good right now, but uh, we'll get you caught up on that on Tuesday. All right, that's going to be it, and uh, thanks for listening.